Okay, today we're doing the portion of Friday and Shabbos and concluding the chapter. And we've been saying in this chapter the enormous significance of action. That was the original question or focus point of this chapter. Why does the verse end with to do it? And the answer we're saying is because that's the point. One ultimately needs action. The question is, what about Torah study? We understand that a godly soul can't draw down God's presence because it has existence on some subtle level. Love and fear can't draw down God's presence because they have existence on some level. I love, I fear. But Torah study seemingly is as lacking of existence as the commandment is. Why isn't she also the oil to be subsumed in the flame? Why specifically action? That explains that truly Torah could be the oil. Truly Torah is as nullified as the commandment is. But Torah is a mental act primarily. It's not really a bodily experience. And as such, yes, Torah is the oil. And it draws down God, but draws down God to your soul and to the two inner garments of the soul, the power of thought and the power of speech, that are primarily invested when one is learning. But the third garment of the soul, action, and the body, and the animal soul, not really as involved in the process, and therefore they're not benefiting from God's light on them. And therefore, we need the action mitzvot, and that's why it's so supreme, and that's why it's so noted in the verse, because when you do an action, it's a body experience. And therefore, your animal soul and your body are also affected by the flame of God's presence. Now, why is your animal soul affected? Isn't she the protagonist here? Well, actually, I want to end she is, but she's also the vehicle the godly soul uses to impact the body. I mean, a godly soul godly. She can't talk to a body. She can talk to an animal soul because a soul can talk to a soul. And the animal soul can talk to the body because it's an animal, so it can relate to the animalism of the body. The animal soul is the foil is the intermediary that connects the godly soul to the body, which means every single time your godly soul is impacting you, it's through the medium of the powers of the animal soul, which is an amazing thought, and which answers the second initial question of the chapter. Why does our godly soul have to be in such close proximity to our animal soul? Because she uses her. She hijacks her every time she impacts the body. It's amazing which means the godly soul, her energy is affecting the animal, is refining the animal, commandment by commandment. And therefore, every time you do a commandment of the body, the godly soul is one in an inner way with God's light, as are all three of the godly soul's garments that are being utilized, thought, speech, and deed as are all the powers of the animal soul and the body that are being utilized. And even in a more external, encompassing fashion, the entirety of the body and the animal soul, for the body most specifically, that part of the body doing the commandment, and the animal soul are also being affected in a more distant way, but they're also part of the process of the commandment, which is amazing. 